Morning, afternoon or night. I don't know when you're fucking listening to this. My name is Daniel Sloss and you are listening to Sloss and Humphreys on the Road where me, Netflix's Daniel Sloss, joins my friend Concordia Leisure Centre's Kai Humphreys <laughs> as we discuss many topics about Kai's full pass on the internet, uh, drug binging and of course your dad jokes at the end. Enjoy and stay safe. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Right, since we're a kind of professional outfit, how do you want to start this? Um, would you be offended if I said not with a fucking song? So no songs. Idiom? What's an idiom? What's an idiom? It's like, um, like, one in the hand, one in the... <laughs> <laughs> Have you just used a word that you don't know the meaning of? <laughs> it was all vowels. I was trying to say a bird in the hand is worth... Two in the bush. Two in the bush, But I couldn't remember what it was. Uh-huh. So I was like, one in the hand, two in the stink. <laughs> <laughs> a bird in the hand is worth two in the stink. That makes sense. Okay, that's an idiom. So I was trying to remember the idiom as I was saying it. So an idiom's just like a like a saying? Kind of, yeah, but like a common saying that like kind of highlights a... How a, does it differ from a metaphor or a simile? I guess it's in the same bracket as a metaphor and a simile. So it's just a type of... It's, it's like a Shakespearean... Aye. So we should start like this? Well, no, this is... Fuck you, this is content. I was trying to work back as <laughs> manufacturer. Because also, I'm very interested in the word idiom. Because, do you reckon it's related... Sorry to get into the etymology of it, but idiom and idiot. Do you reckon idio is Latin for something? And those are related? Possibly, reckon? yeah. Is it like trying to spell out a complicated thought process with the stupid metaphor about birds in a bush? So instead of trying to appeal to someone's knowledge, you go right. We're gonna we're gonna idiot this one. Oh. We're gonna do. We're gonna right. Okay. Right, so yeah. there's a bird in your hand, right? right That's right, way yeah, better. You're a fucking idiot. Right? Two in the bush <laughs> because you've got that one, and those two over there aren't in your possession. Right. So you'd rather have the one in your hand than the two. In the... So an idiom is trying to it's a, it's it's explaining the world to a moron. But we to you puppetry with words. Yes. Just to make them pay attention to all the things, but put it in a more palatable way for morons. Uh huh. I think. Well, if that's not the etymology, we've changed be. it. That is what it is. If only there was some sort of online thing where we could research. Oh, like an intranet, but with the whole globe. Yeah. Like as if, like, <laughs> an intranet that went outside the company. Aye. Like as if there was, in an ideal world, and again, I would really like if people understand, this is our original idea, so don't, don't run away with it. I've been nicking this. But like some sort of worldwide... <laughs> I don't know, like, like network, like in WWN. Yeah, WWN, a network that connects us all together. It's filled with information and and maybe some sort of engine uh, that searches. And you can like skate the net. Aye, that's like it's, it. Like it's on a skateboard across it. Aye, or you, or you can grind the rails of the uh-huh. of the interwebage. <laughs> <laughs> interwebage. Man, we say that was that was a joke of us pretending to invent the internet. The amount of times I do that with things in real life where I go, I'm pretty sure I made this up. And then you go, oh, no, no, I didn't. Much like you and egg, egg fried fr- rice. Egg fried rice. <laughs> I've been making egg fried rice for a while before. I as long it. as egg fried rice has existed? Well, possibly not as long. As long as the Chinese have had it. If you, you, who had it first? So basically I would make rice and I'd boil rice. Aye. And then I'd put the boiled rice in a pan. Uh-huh. And then I'd crack a couple of eggs Wait, in. Wait, how would you boil the rice not in a pan? 
Well, I'm just saying, like, I'm not in the microwave. Like, boil the rice. I invented that now. Some people just put it in the microwave. I get them, like, raw. <laughs> I do not think... I'm so sorry. I, was say, I don't think there's anyone in the world that microwaves rice. No, no. I'm sure there are millions of people that... But they've only ever done it once. <laughs> like, you only ever microwave what rice once. On the Ben's? On the what? I was pretending I only knew of Uncle Ben's and then I discovered this new oh. discovery that was Mass Rice. Okay, well, we've got some chemistry of the day. <laughs> <laughs> for once. Um, I know, I, I, I remember I showed Elliot. I've been doing it for ages, just making my own food. Mm. I was like, Elliot, you've seen this one a day, right? I fucking get the rice, strain it in the sieve, pour it in there, crack an egg in, fucking, psh, and you could see the egg fucking mixing in with the rice and all that. I was like, Kai, are you trying... I was like, are you trying to pass off egg fried rice as your own thing? I think, oh, that's an egg fried rice. I never put two and two together. Oh, so what you're saying is I should I should take back all the patents I just sent away. Do you reckon they'll refund me the money? So uh, write in if you have anything you thought you invented, but it existed. Oh, this is just turning into a fucking radio show. We're going to do it regularly, aren't we? So we're going to have segments. Which, by the way, we put a shout out last time for people to write in. I printed it out. It's dude stairs, isn't it? Do I going to get it? <laughs> do I want to go get it? No, I don't know where it is. Well, you keep them talking. I oh, sure. Why not? Um, so we're done there. Uh, sc- tell them. What Why are you doing. still talking? Because I'm making still yours. Tell them about what we're doing the school thing. School, what school thing? Romantic school moments. Hey, that's what the question was. Romantic school moments. I don't remember the last podcast. I was fucking sorry, right? I'll talk to you, cunts, while he's away. I don't remember the last podcast because I was immensely high during it, as I often am during any of my conversations with another human being. I find it makes them more, I don't know, bearable. Especially Kai. That accent's grinding until you're stoned out your fucking head, and then it just becomes, I don't know, it's like watching primetime telly, isn't it? Degrading, but. Oh, hi, So, can you not remember the last podcast because you were high? I was baked. How, how have you found um, how have you found not being high? Let's get on to that later on. Okay. I said, because well, you went downstairs to get this. So. I noticed I had to tease them with that. Oh, right, okay. So you want to talk about sobriety then? Um, all right, doing sober, Jan. It's, you know, but it, it, fucking, it is what it is. Like, it's, it's a, I, I like doing it in January. I like doing it, I'm going to make sure I do it every year because I just think it's a good way to sort of like, just, especially for me, to send the pendulum the other way. I'm an all or nothing person. So when Aye. I'm in stoner mode, I'm in full most hours of the fucking day. Yeah. And it's, because I often use it uh, just as a way of uh, sort of shutting my mind up for a bit or just calming it down a bit. The chatter. Yeah, just the chatter. And like, to, you know, to help me stop the overthinking. Or but in to, January, you want to go, right, what have you got to say before I shut you up again? All right, well, no, no. But this, I'm trying to, I'm doing it, I'm, I'm trying to combine it with, you know, fucking more meditation and, and I'm listening to a bunch of lectures on the the science of mindfulness because I don't believe in anything unless it's peer reviewed. <laughs> yeah. Like you can talk you can even even though there's like four thousand years of fucking meditation and proof that it works, until that's in a fucking scientific paper, I don't believe that it does work. Yeah. So listening to this science it's fucking fascinating man. And it's just about how like uh, our brains were never, ever, ever designed to make us happy at no point in our fucking history, right? Because you got the way the reason we so get, it's just designed to hunt for food. It's it's designed hunt for food and reproduce and survive, right? Uh-huh. So so uh, like the reason we've all got panicky. So the reason every human is prone to anxiety, right, is because millions of years ago, back when we were fucking hunter gatherers or whatnot, or fucking well, weeks ago, if you're me. <laughs> 
throwing spears at bison. It's recent memory. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, like there was a time in history where if you were walking through a fucking, I don't know, like a jungle or a forest or whatever, right? And there'd be a shape about 50 yards away in the bushes, right? Now there's, t- right, and you don't know what it is. And there's two things it could be. It could either be a rock or it could be a lion, right? Now for the people who said to go, fuck, that's a lion, right? And they run away from a rock, doesn't matter. They ran away and survived. But the people went, oh, that's a rock. And it turned out to be a lion, are dead. So uh, none of their DNA exists. We, the only DNA exists in all of us is yeah. the DNA that ran and away it, from dangers and, and you, process. And if you, want to see that, if you want to see that in action, that is, is it a store or is it a uh, lion in action? Put a cucumber behind your cat. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just this sort of like, and, and the, hearing that, I was like, that explains a lot of things. Like our, our, our minds are designed to uh, look for threats all the time, all the time. And when we don't see any, it's not like our brain goes, oh, there's no threats. Our brain goes, I'll make up a bunch. And that's why you find yourself thinking either too much in the future or too much in the fucking past. And what mindfulness is, is just the very, very calm act of, you know, bringing yourself back to... The other fascinating thing I found out, which blew the shit off my mind... Uh, Obviously, the brain's a muscle. Well, no, it's not. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The word like was meant to be in there. The, word- the brain is like a muscle. It has memory. That I mean, muscles are like a brain. Aye. They have memory. But if you work out, in the same way, if you, work- if you lift weights every day, you'll have a nice fucking chest by the end of it, right? And if you panic all the time, you're just working up the panicky part of your brain. And there's genuine fucking uh, science. If, if four weeks of mindfulness is just practicing, it reduces the anxiety part of your brain and it increases the handling part. I don't know what the names of these bits are. I haven't listened to that much of the fucking lecture. Yeah. But it's just... I just want to, I just want to be verified. I, <laughs> I don't need to see the workings. <laughs> but what I... So, so for the, during this sober month, I'm going to try and make sure... In the moments where I know I'd normally fucking reach for a joint, right, just or, or, uh, to shut my fucking brain off, I'll... Hopefully, when it comes to fucking February and March, I'll... My instant reaction won't necessarily be to just go for that. My reaction will be to just deal with it, and then getting high will be what it used to be, which is just a fucking fun thing all the time. And don't get me wrong, yeah. when I was high all the time, I was very happy all the time. I, I wasn't ever in these sort of the only sort of sad, not sad moments, but I'm just going. This is I don't want to be a stoner for the rest of my life. Yeah, I don't you, want to be a stoner. You start putting stuff off, and you start start putting stuff off, and you start accumulating stuff that you know you should do, and that bothers you throughout the day. So I, I've started this like really achievable goals for the start of uh, like since New Year is I want to do 50 press ups every day, meditate every day, read a, at least a chapter of my book every day, and. Um, and say that even just them three things, right? Let's just start with them three, and I'll add more habits to it. Oh, and, stuff. Right. And, and there's other things like drink five pints of water and fucking. Um, what I like today is instead of us getting to fucking six o'clock in the day, and I haven't read any of my book, I haven't done my press ups, because that means yeah, and, and, and you haven't meditated yet. It's lingering, and you, you've got this lingering feeling all day that you've got stuff to do. I do them things as soon as I get out of bed. As soon as I get out of bed, I do my push ups. I do my meditating. I read a chapter of my book. And I drink five pints of water. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get my breakfast, lunch, and dinner all in one. Dish all in lunch, one. Butch. Fucking all in. And it's a shag me last, have a wine. <laughs> right. And then I lie on the couch and I stew for the rest of the And I know I look like I'm miserable, but I've done all my chores. I've done all my chores. I'm allowed to have this tomorrow. I'm bloated. I'm bloated. I'm like, how is this good for you? <laughs> 
just pissing and shitting more than you've ever done in your entire life, being like, oh, oh, this is how I practice mindfulness. <laughs> just get it out of the way, get it done. I have all my months shit on, shit on the first. Just get, I know, I... The first of the month, do four months worth of shits, get the bish bash bosh. Have you managed to, I've, I've, so I've given up booze and I've given up weed uh, for, for this month, uh, but I've gone, I've gone back in my bullshit on one thing. I've, uh, I've I've got much like you. I've got one vice now. <laughs> in Vegas. Right, let's see. If, right. In Vegas, somebody coffees me one vice. <laughs> you want to see? Uh, yeah, what your vice is? Hair gel. <laughs> What's it called, mint? Well, it looks like a tub of hair gel. And now it looks like chewing gums. Schnoos! Schnoos! You're fucking schnoosing! Schnoos! Me and Cara were in Sainsbury's yesterday, right? And I wasn't... Uh, yesterday morning and after early afternoon was just one of those times when I could feel myself wanting weed because the chatter in my brain was getting too much. But I was just... I was like, just bring yourself back to the moment. You're shopping with your girlfriend. There's nothing... That's a, it's a fun experience. You know, there's no point being in your head about this. Why are you worrying about shit when you've got this task at your hand? And that went for a bit. And then we walked down an aisle and I was like, Schnoos! Schnoos has made it to the UK because Schnoos has been in Scandinavia, Scandinavia for fucking ever. Which is weird because you like you have it in bars where you're drinking, so you're sloshing beers down with fucking a tea bag in your lip. For those of you that don't know what Schnoos is, Schnoos is like a small white bag of tobacco, uh, nicotine tobacco and flavouring that the Scandics shove in their gums, and it's very bad for you, but it puts nicotine into your. Uh, it's like so, sucking a nicotine patch. Aye, essentially. And uh, I have just, because I know at the moment, I, I'm always going to have the moments where I reach for something. And okay. obviously the goal is to get past those moments and get past that fucking, that instinct. But for now, I, man, I've quit nicotine loads of times. I'm real good at it. Right? I've done it so many times. This is... It's one of your skills. Aye, aye. And I know that sounds like a, I'm, not, I'm not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I know by its very definition, it's not good. But... I'm just using this. I'm just going like one a day. Don't get fucking addicted to it. But that should, if it ever becomes too much, just the process of doing something yeah. negative. <laughs> just the process of just this is just for me. I know it's bad. I know it's shit. It's like um, you know, you know, it's like comfort food. Right, yeah. but but I don't want to. Oh man, I had comfort food all last year. Oh, literally <laughs> towards the end there. Towards the end because I started eating well Sunday. Mm. Like I, and I meant to start on Monday, but I started Sunday. What the fuck, right? I, I started eating well from Sunday, so that's two days new. I'm 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 halfway through my second day oh. of not putting a morsel in my mouth that I didn't need. Mm. You know, like the sugars and the sweets and the treats, right? Everything is food for fuel. Like um, uh, but building up to that up until that Saturday, the end of that Saturday, I fucking done a whole month's eating. I was just anything that could go in my mouth was going in my mouth. Aye, aye. Sucking out my glasses, dildos. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same with Covered calories off when she used them. My, my, my main thing was we had a bunch of, obviously, the, the tips for the fucking weed pen. And they're uh, in the fucking uh, weed drawer, the, what Cara calls her drawer of nightmares, because I just pull it out and leave it on the table. Thus, it's not a drawer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a drawer I've removed and I've turned it into a box. Uh, uh, it's, just a, it's just a fruit bowl. Aye, <laughs> of all these wonderful different flavours of the happy sauce. And uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, look, I'm going to be tempted by those in January. So what I'll do is I'll smoke all of them now. <laughs> uh, did you do what I did with food, but uh, with weed? I absolutely uh, fucking And I, I like this, like, and I, I know it's fucking super muggly today, like, it's bound to be in Muggle Corner. Oh, already. of course it is. But enjoyed January and New Year's resolutions and all that, but like, I like that, um, having a starting point, yeah. so that you can actually, like, 
not feel guilty about taking it off the fucking road before you get to that starting point. Aye. So that you can absolutely hit the skids. Like the fucking last week of the fringe. Mm. In fact, like all of the fringe, but that last week in particular where you just fucking give up all all the things that keep your anchor to, to your mental health. Do you mind that fucking... You just let go of. Mind that, I mean, I'm sure we fucking told this story in the podcast before, but it was the fucking five or six festivals ago back when we were fucking sesh heads. Horrible, horrible sesh heads. Like 2015, 2016 era. Aye, and it was just one of those things where, you know, you're doing drugs most nights, you're fucking drinking every day, fucking smoking weed fucking constantly. The the second last night at the Fringe, Ari fucking Shafir comes up to me and Elliot Steele and he goes, one of my fans gave me acid because that's what Ari Shafir fans do. He's like, do you and Ellie want to do it? And I was like, no, hate acid. Got spiked with it in Benidorm once. It's not for me. And he goes, I'd hate that for that to be your relationship with acid. Like, it's dead fun. It's dead nice. It can send your mind to good places. I took some 45 minutes ago. It's really nice. It's really nice. I can do it. And we were like, uh, we were like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. And then Ari Shafir, uh, and I don't respect that he did this, but he did. He went, uh, poof. And, and that was enough. That was absolutely enough for a 26 year old me to be like, well, fuck you then. And me and Elliot took it, and then 15 minutes later, Ari Shafir comes up to me and Elliot, he goes, oh God, I made a huge mistake, it's so strong. And we were like, huh? He goes, it gets way worse. We were like, don't, what it, huh, huh? Uh, can, you, can you not remember the answer phone message he sent me? Because I took it off that night the same as you guys, I bumped into him independently from uh, you two. So I ended up on it, and uh, he left me an answer phone message going, Kai, I've massively misjudged this, I'm absolutely zoinked. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the free, we were just in fucking stitches laughing at him saying zoink. I'm zoinked, and I, he, was in the, he was in a bunker of a golf course on his own aye and then he also forgot that he was leaving an answer phone message for three minutes aye <laughs> so aye. it was like kind of fucked up joint and then three minutes of silence and as then Anna Shafir watched airplanes and then went oh and then did he not like think he was on the phone it was that something and was like hello <laughs> <laughs> thought he butt dialed us um, but I that one you fucked us right because I knew you were on it right and you were up ahead of me and you were in the loft bar and um I was with um, Natalie and a couple of her friends that had come mm. to Edinburgh, especially for the Fringe, right? And then the um, the doors of the lift opened and fucking you and Elliot were just like, you look like you'd seen a ghost. Mm. You were like, we need to get out of here. It's kicking in and we can't be in this environment, Aye. right? And you just fucking darted past us. Not much more explanation than that. And mine was starting to kick in and I was mm. feeling it, but you just give us that instant fear. And I was like, well, I kind of can with them because I've got like a bunch of guests that I'll need the artist passes to get into these places that they come to hang out. And I ended up going up in a loft bar and I sat down on the floor and um, the girls all just made a circle around us like they put their bags they, they just saw nobody could get at us like so I didn't end up having any boring Aye. conversations that you're like oh how's the show going Aye, Aye, yeah. right. the mundane conversation that you're fine with having normally because oh, they're part no, of conversation Aye. but not okay. when you're on acid genuinely interested half the time because these are people I haven't seen in ages but I didn't want to be on fucking acid and talking about my show mm. not a chance and I, um, I, went to the, I went to the toilet I had, to, I had to fucking leave the circle, right? Mm. And I'm fucking, I get to the toilet and he won't bother us, he's doing all that. And I get back and it was, yeah, Mark Dolan. Aye. Mark Dolan just like, he just spotted us and his face lit up and he was like, oh, Kai, how are you doing? He's like, I haven't seen you in ages, have you been hiding from us, our friends, right? And I looked up at him and his face was just like a fucking clown feature and melting and all that. And Aye. it was just like, his face was like mushing around and he's. It's like, wait, wait, if you know that I said before, I genuinely don't recommend it. It's like, I know not some an people... environment. It's not environment. It's not a party drug. Do you ever think it's a party drug? Uh, I know you some... You party on it. 
Sorry. Oh, aye, but it's uh, it, it, their face turns into a fucking Picasso painting. It's like a it's like a moving fucking ah. uh, picture. Do you know what it, felt, it felt like I was looking at him through a fisheye lens as well, like fucking like you're looking through a peephole. Aye. And his face was like it looked sure, like it was just through a bong eyed lens. <laughs> it was through a bong eyed <laughs> lens too. Um, <laughs> but it felt like his face was closer than it needed to be, and it was all rounded and mushy. And he was like just he was being nice. I can remember the words and all that. He was like, oh, how are you doing? Have you been hiding from us and all that? And I just in his face, right, wave everything. I went, no, nah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no mate no explanation I fucking got out of there have you seen him since nah nah I haven't I, I, I'm sure he'll fucking be alright oh, I'm sure he'll be fine he's normally sound this is the four parts you are talking about when like something bothers you I read we've talked about it two podcasts ago but I read something since then that's fucking amazing someone says never dwell on the stuff that you've said that you think people are thinking about and talking about because they're probably talking about com- something completely different that you did that passed you by <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that's Aye. fucking amazing there's probably so much shit that I can't even remember doing that I should be worried about to worry about the stuff I can't remember me and Elliot went back to mine we got a fucking taxi where we just sat in terrified silence and then we went back to our old old house and we built a fort and watched Road Wars I come back and just went fucking alligator onesies and that aye but and then so we fucking stayed up all day none of us got any fucking sleep and it was the last day of the festival and I remember thinking I've absolutely fucking fucked this like I've I've the odd fuck this it's going to be the worst show I've ever done like I've not slept I've not fucking eaten I've not drank I'm fucking shaking all the time best gig of the run learned absolutely zero lesson um, but that being said, I reckon that this year. I just remember another thing from that night before we move on from it. Uh, I ended up when I got back to bed, Al and Natalie's mates crashed in my bed. It was ridi- it was like a six in the bed scenario, mm. and I was the only one that wasn't a fit woman. Right? Like, no, it was happening. The Al crashed due to sleep, but I'm still in this situation, right? And I could uh, I could hear Ease laughing and carrying on in another room, and I just, I just walked through, and I was like, I just walked through my boxes, and I just went, I was just lying in bed there with six birds, and I thought, is that me, mates laughing? <laughs> What about they up there? My girls! What about they up there? You can't let your mates laugh and not know what, not want to know what they're laughing at. I think uh, I'm, uh, I'm 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 hanging up my uh, my drug nose. Aye, hanging up well, your nostrils. Dave, well, I, I, I've, I've, I've done it. I've I've done it. I'm not going to say never, never, ever. But like that, I'm not. I'm not specifically ever going out to session. Is it going to be like what was said with the cigarettes? It's like. You've got you've got one use. Aye. Where you can see what happened to smoke the meat. But I also and it, and this isn't to fucking besmirch anyone else. This is just me on my own personal journey. On January the fourth, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to listen to the New Year's podcast from last year. Aye. It'll definitely be us going. Oh, we should take some more. Oh, discuss that. Aye. Uh, but no, I just I've, I've done I've done years of drugs and stuff, and it was it was fun. It was good, but you know, just get to that point in the session where you go, I've done this. Uh, Every session is the same now, and you just go. I'm just on drugs, and this isn't fun, and uh, I just don't get anything out of it anymore. Yeah, just, just, and and I'm I am also I'm dead dead good at saying no. Ah, uh, you done that to me on New Year's Even I wasn't impressed. By the way, where we it was just me and he left. Aye, and it was like well, end, well, so, end of the night, New Year's Eve. We just fucking finished a rake a year. A fucking of like coping. Aye, oh, yeah, coping. Carol was asleep on the couch. Natalie had gone to take a Zoom call with a couple of our pals before we went to bed, and I, and I poured me an ear shot. Aye, oh, no. at two in the morning. At two in the morning. 
Shot of vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye. Had you poured, had it been, I was going to say Sambuca, I wouldn't have done Sambuca. I might have done a Jaeger, I might have done But it was also two in the morning, and we were clearly just about to go back. I had just done a shot as four of one. Aye, and I'm like, why on earth would I want one shot just before we, to feel sick just before I go to bed? Because I remember, oh, fucking hammered, everyone looking at each other, you were both going to each other. Who are you performing to? There's nobody here, there's not any cameras on. Why are you performing? I'm like, why are you performing? I'm like, who's this for? Who's this show? <laughs> we're, we're both shouting at each other. There's no cameras on. But this isn't a podcast. Oh. We're not recording anything. I even done the pooty pooty poo. Oh, I didn't like. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like. I'm good. When I when I say I've when I say I've stopped something, I do like you know. Tell us something. If I brought the best friend card, you would have fucking. I would have to. You, ah, I'm gonna say like as long as there's a fucking. Rock the whole entire fucking uh, aye, fabric aye. of our friendship. Just yeah, then. but but had you used the best friend card in that situation, you would have been fucking mad at us, and you would have used it on something terrible. Aye, exactly. Aye. So, so what you're doing is you're shooting me while also handing me a loaded gun. Uh, you're like, I really didn't want to date, so I'm gonna get you. Be like a noted. Be like I, but noted. Aye. But I shouldn't come to that. Um, but I, happy I, New Year. You know, it was good though waking up on New Year's Day and not having a come down. Oh. Not having smoked 40 cigarettes. Not having gone to bed at fucking 5 or 6 a.m. I'm I so got, fucking bored of going to bed Got up after like 9 and I've had a good fucking 7 hours sleep. Aye. Um, so... I'm a big fan of that now that um, me and Natalie have got onto it during lockdown is just start drinking earlier and going to bed at a decent time. I've See, that's the thing... A bit thing. more day drinky. When you say day drinky, you mean... Like 4 or 5 o'clock. Like as soon as she finishes work or whatever. Like rather than just fucking... So you didn't dry January? I'm not committing to it, but I I passed up a beer the other day. I got back I got back to Natalie's and my dad and my brother were both having a beer. Mm-hmm. And they offered us one straight away as soon as I walked through the door. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I'd, it would be nice to join you, but no. Nah. Because right. I'm going to... I'm going to gain as much... It, it, it's more like the fucking calorie content of them. I'm, I'm just going to kind of do a little bit of diary adaptation. I, I was fucking... Eating literally fucking everything and anything. I turn into a fucking garbage can. Oh, that's a good way to be. It's a fun fucking. Oh no, yeah, I didn't resent it. I, I wouldn't have changed it. I had a class time. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't come with any guilt. I just now you kind of keep that trajectory up. Mm. Not at my age, man. Sticks no. to you. Moment on the lips for everyone on the hip. <laughs> I hit him. Good hit him. <laughs> Is Do that you? an idiom? These are. So what we did. Oh, what we did uh, last week is we um, we got talking about uh, cringe-worthy romantic moments at school where you try to be a charmer, you get rejected. It came from like a couple of four par letters. One of, one of them was uh, two of them were school-based. So I asked you to send school-based ones. And fucking guess what? You were all fucking Casanovas, weren't you? You were all Lotharios at school because we've only got two. There's no way our whole listenership there was only two missteps in school. Oh. And one of them's the same lad as the one that that's the lad that uh, dumped his last in the car. By phone the dad, read his. Although my first story covered this, I've sadly got another. 12 years old, Valentine's Day, I had uh, had a rostered day off to do the role, a task where you visit every classroom to collect attendance sheets. Very fun day of fucking around class and was having a blast. Free day, casual dress, rocking some new sunnies, great day. Come break time, I give my girlfriend at the time of Valentine's gift, well thought out, good gift. In return to this, she says she wants to break up. Good thing I had my new sunnies, help the fact that I cried for the remaining four hours of the school day. <laughs> 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 right, 
I'm so sorry, 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 So he was crying, but he looked cool as fuck. No, he didn't. Everyone else is going fucking check bottle. But no, no, unless there were fucking gutters under the bottom of the sunglasses, it's just tears. It's two rivers. It's so cheesy. Shot that chicken. Who's that sad rock star in fucking classical studies? <laughs> Is that fucking... Is that Will Smith from Men in Black? Oh, no, sounds, like, sounds like he's got a cool... <laughs> I also... Sorry, Connor, not to pick on you too much here. I give my girlfriend at the time a Valentine's gift. Well thought out, good gift. In return to this, she says she wants to break up. So you didn't get a good gift. <laughs> uh, what um, what could the gift have been? Uh, a picture of someone else's tits. Aye, that is a well thought out, good gift. Aye, I wish. One day. <laughs> <laughs> One day you grow a pair of these. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of the fucking worst gift I've ever gotten. Oh, I, did I ever tell you about the time I gave a lass a Valentine's card and she tipped it out and wrote it out to someone else? You did, and it makes me filled with joy every single uh, that, that often comes up in my uh, meditation, what I'm gra- grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> I practice my uh, meta loving kindness on her. <laughs> I'm just like, that's class. What a good thing to do. Solid lass, that like, really. <laughs> Oh, right. Hi Muggins, hi Cream When I was about 9 years old I liked this boy at school One day after school a bunch of us were waiting for our parents out front And he and I got to talking I was being chatty and I annoyed him so much That he suddenly told me fuck you And then need me in the cunt Hard <laughs> what <laughs> Just then his mum pulled out And he got in the car and left into, He got into her car and left So it was like some sort of cunt punt and run That the mum was in on I she had the engine running As soon as you see me near here I couldn't fucking pull up I need to get the fuck with a dodge uh, When my mum arrived to pick me up Did she also kick in the cunt? She found me sobbing in a puddle of humiliation I shouldn't be laughing at this On the ground with several classmates Laughing at me from where they sat if we ever cross paths again, we are fighting. Of course you are. I'm 44 years old and I'll beat his ass right now. Love you both, Lena. I absolutely, absolutely harbour that. Lena, hate. Lena, imagine imagine him remembering that story, how fucking... Yeah, if he's like... You know how Connor's Con writing it, we crying behind his sunglasses. That lad's now 44 as well, going, oh, wait, no. Was, was last was at school was flirting with us and I thought she was mocking us and I need out in the country. I can't face the world. I know. Went, went home and had to wash my knee because it stank of fish. <laughs> and now I was only nine, but it still makes us cringe. Oh, it's all right. I mean, it was Connor. <laughs> I'm also not proud of. Uh, I've said this was a nine year old. I don't think you can describe a nine year old's vagina smelling like fish. Aye, no, you probably shouldn't do that. But I've always wanted a nine year old to come. <laughs> That's so fucking. You annoyed him so much. Told me, fuck you. I mean, people annoy me. And so, don't be wrong, it's crossed my mind. But do you reckon that's. Do you reckon she was going full Helga off here, Arnold? No, I think it's. Kids don't. Call them football head. You're not born with empathy. You develop fucking empathy. It's mm. a thing you fucking learn throughout your life. And children don't aren't really good at it because mm. they're fresh to the fucking world. So. When you and I are talking to someone and they're annoying, it absolutely crosses my mind. How good would it be to just fucking slap them right now? Just while they're mid-story telling me something I don't care about, just side of the face. But you don't do it because you've got empathy, you know that's a bad thing. He was nine years old, didn't have that. Aye. So, sorry. Was just, you, you just made, he was made to feel angry as a nine-year-old and lashed out as a nine-year-old. He should have got punished from it, but there's no one there to punish him. Well, no, his mum, no, in fact, no, his mum picked him up. 
So fucking it's like she clearly saw that. So she <laughs> so maybe this is a family that just can't punch us. Maybe she, maybe she like fucking tell the dare. Hi. Some girls like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when your dad needs me. Hi, <laughs> go on, go on. Just while she's talking as well, treat him mean, keep him keen. Well, Lena, I'm very sorry that happened to you, and I hope one day your paths cross and that you do kick his fucking head in. Aye. Put um, him in the cunt. I had a I had a faux pas the other day and it was fucking I, Natalie couldn't stop laughing because mm. yeah I haven't got embarrassed that much but she gets embarrassed for us right. so when I tell her something embarrassed that day she just say she's like oh you don't get embarrassed so I've got to shoulder out of this embarrassment and just fucking just cried herself laughing um, I was on uh, Twitch I was on Twitch and I was opening a gift of uh, Amy Lewis, who actually wrote in with a... Remember the faux pas about um, assuming someone's gender? Yeah, that's and, her. Uh, it was her, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, brought us uh, that board game that I showed you, the escape room. Aye. Right, but when I opened the box, right? So I opened the Amazon, like, the, not the Amazon box, but the cardboard box that it was posted in, and it reveals the wrapped gift that she bought us. But on top of that were two vouchers that came free with the game, right? Mm-hmm. But the voucher had, it was, it was written like, printed like a check mm-hmm. and it had naked wines, £75 written on the fucking voucher, mm-hmm. right? Natalie recognised the voucher straight away because everything that she orders fucking comes with a oh, free yeah. oh. £75 like starter uh, thing. Um, and I, on Twitch, gushed that she bought a £75 worth of wine. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, Amy, you're one of the most generous people I've ever met. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what I did knew. And she's fucking sat there watching me like, oh, God. God, I didn't get a mask. <laughs> <laughs> have, I, have I not gotten them enough? <laughs> Is it gave them enough? <laughs> oh, so I, I, just, I just gave this man I've never met before this. He says he like escapes from him and Daniel talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. All of them. Thought it'd be a nice gift for the pair of them. And she's and... bought something for that we could stream. <laughs> if we, we were going to perhaps stream it, we should put that in. Like, she's bought something for the, for the project. <laughs> And I'm there, like, she's fucking bought us a crate of wine Aye. and thanking her, and I fucking finished the stream. You're a, chi- you're a, ch- you're a child that plays with the box on Christmas oh, Day, and that's mate. what you fucking are. I, I'm a cat. Putting all- <laughs> a kitty cat. And a dance, 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 dance. <laughs> I am the kid that plays with the box. And, uh, and I showed Natalie, I was like, you've seen this? Because I was like, that's one of the things I said on the stream now, and I was like, Natalie, I'll be tough for that. And I'm like, can you believe the kindness? Yeah, <laughs> See, listen, that you're like, that's just a voucher. And I was like, I a voucher from, you know, well, she was, well, she was, wait, 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 the second part of this is you chose to read the other 75 words in the bit of paper as opposed to the first three. No, she was basically telling me that it wasn't the gift. Right? Right. Natalie was telling us this, I wasn't hearing it, right? right. I was just like looking at what else was in my hand. Natalie's just become white noise in the background and she's explaining. Brown noise. And, <laughs> brown, brown noise, <laughs> to nickname for her name. Um, and I found, I found um, a £26 beer voucher in there and I was like Amy what the hell like, just, I'm like OMG I think I just I didn't even read out the beer voucher I was just like Kai like, I, I literally I just bought the game this and it's four pawing me tits off for a good half hour so uh, I, that, that, that would be embarrassing if I was capable of such things <laughs> Just also, there's a real sense of look at them just bestowing me with all this alcohol that I clearly deserved. Damn. Do you know Michael Fabry? Uh huh. I remember fucking uh, ages ago, and I was on radio with him. Like, I'm saying, like 2011, 2012, right? I was on radio with him with uh, Rod, Gilbert. Rod Gilbert and Barry Castanola. Who? Baza Castanaza? Never heard of him. Our Barry. Oh, our Barry, right. 
<laughs> Not Skinny Barry. <laughs> skinny Barry, our Barry. <laughs> Sorry, just to give some context for this. Me and Kai's, one of my favourite passive-aggressive games is when describing your friend is to describe them in a really bad bad way. She goes, who's, uh, do you mean uh, friendly Darren or our Darren? <laughs> so you just say something really positive about a separate Darren, right? You go, oh, beautiful Amy or our Amy. <laughs> It's a really shit thing to do in front of your friends, and it brings me endless it's like, joy. Uh, Nat- Natalie's, uh, I tell you that Natalie's mum has got a friend called Emma and a friend called Big Emma, and you're like, whoa, why didn't you go Emma and Little Emma? <laughs> why isn't Big Emma just Emma? Uh, well, we've got Big Ali and Little Ali, and that's. But that's uh, it. But at least it's Big and Little. Uh, that's, yeah, <laughs> Big Emma and Emma suggest the existence of a little Emma. What happened to her? How did Big Emma get so big? And where is little Emma? And why is normal Emma being so quiet about this all? Maybe all Emmas are like raindrops and just whenever they're too close together, they bloop together. <laughs> You've been playing too much grounded. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so uh, on the radio and there was... Uh, they would read a bits of the news out and you just discuss it and one of the bits of the news was a guy who got caught um, stealing eggs he stole like fucking like a ridiculous amount like 10,000 eggs or something from this factory that he worked at <laughs> battery and then um, and then Michael Fabry just went I guess he got caught egg handed right? and there was just like a beat as well just registered the joke <laughs> <laughs> and then moved on from it right and then as soon as we cut the um, cut the radio Fabio was just saying, oh, fucking egg-handed, man. <laughs> he knew. Egg-handed, he knew immediately, man. He was like, what the fuck? And while I just played a lang hand, fucking egg-handed, uh, right? But, but, egg- but little does he know, Tom Horton's at home going, wonderful, absolute egg-handed. You loved it, see it. Loved it, loved it. Tom so, Horton loves a pun. So what I did, right, is I fucking, while the radio show continued, I went on... Um, I went on army WhatsApp groups, right? Like the fucking, uh, like the, fo- the old football team I was in with fucking 20 lads in, right? And I was like, lads, didn't ask any questions. Just fucking tag in at Michael Fabry on Twitter. Tag in at fucking BBC Wales or whatever <laughs> radio station it was, right? And just say, what the fuck, egg-handed? Or what the fuck's the egg-handed? And just like look spiteful oh, at yeah. egg-handed. I'll explain later. And fucking me and Fabry went to the cinema after this and the cunt couldn't stay off his phone after <laughs> the cinema because <laughs> he <laughs> couldn't fucking bother everybody's joking fucking people would be driving along and just went hey can't right. they carried on driving he thought 20 plus people were messaging him about the <laughs> That's a cunt's trick, but I love it. He ate himself up and put it, mate. He ate himself up and put it, I fucking tell them. It got the point, I think I was going to keep fawning. And I was going to Keith, I was going, I didn't even think I could tell him to. <laughs> it's too far gone. Like, I've done too much damage with a joke. God, I, I, next time next time I get see Michael Fabro, I'm going to ask him if that's ever come up in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Like, last time I saw him, in fact, he brought that up and it's been a while. Oh, he brought it back up and he was just like... <laughs> oh... Oh, it was fucking good. But I, that was a, that was a faux pas that I did with a Twitch. But like, that's I mean, not a faux pas. That's it, more shit. How? Oh, sorry, the other one was faux pas. The, the one I did with Twitch. We like, here we fucking love you, mate. Like fucking class, class. <laughs> thanks for thanks for the game. I didn't expect more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You can say that. I didn't expect 
anymore. But you know what I mean worse? If if somebody had got us a fucking gift voucher and I just pied it on the off chance it was a leaflet, you know what I mean? I, I, but, like, but, but why do you think those are the only two options as opposed to a real option of read the rest of the thing? <laughs> like it's not it's not like it says 75 quid free booze and then there's no explanation underneath if you read the T's and C's on the fucking back, it's all the, there you didn't read the small print when it's not it's, it's not small print it's just smaller than the 75 <laughs> number God, when I got like John Lewis vouchers from your wedding and oh. all that right I didn't fucking get them and not say thanks until I checked out the T's and C's <laughs> <laughs> two seconds I'm not going to show any gratitude just now <laughs> I'm just going to double check it's like getting the card with a tenor in holding it up to but the light no, no, but it wasn't. <laughs> holding the tenor up to the sun <laughs> you fucking ungrateful cunt <laughs> just, just, just folding it up and putting it in your kit like an old gold coin <laughs> get, get the Victoria Cross off the fucking queen or whatever you just bite it in front of her <laughs> well they were made of tin so it would bend um Alright, Martin Sloss. <laughs> was that you becoming your dad there? No, I'm just saying. No, that was in the. I think you're fine, it's Frankenstein's, <laughs> Frankenstein's the name of the monster. Uh, no, no, that's from. Uh, that was from. We watched 1917 the other day. Oh, yeah. And they were talking about good. the medal. And. Uh, very good film. Aye. It's one of those. It's one of those movies that's like. Uh, like. Cara doesn't like watching movies that are that she knows that are going to make her sad, which is fair enough. In the same way that I don't like watching movies that are going to make me scared, she doesn't like movies that are making going to make her sad. But my argument or my my position on it is, like, look, there's they like, went through it. The least you can do in the company around couches is just watch a depiction of what they went but, through. But it's meant, it's um, man, it's meant to be fucking harrowing. Like that's what war war is shit. War is awful. War is the worst thing that we do as a fucking species, right? And we have to acknowledge that, lest we do it again. Uh, like, oh, wait, uh, don't be wrong. I'm very aware that there's still plenty of fucking wars going on, and they're all ass. <laughs> it's happening now. Aye, and to be yeah. fair, none of none of well, maybe that, that's a fucking fair point. Like we watch all these. Uh, we watch all these 1917 and fucking, you know, the Pacific and Band of Brothers, and you go, fuck, mate, I'm glad that doesn't happen anymore. And then, meanwhile, in Syria, turn the news off. Turn the, uh, <laughs> no. ignore that. No, no, no. <laughs> in Yemen, no. No, no, wait, yeah, la, 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 la. Um, but it's, the other one is, uh, oh, man, the fucking opening scene of Saving uh, Private Ryan is one of those. And and then to be fair, and even then that doesn't capture the fucking mm. horrors of what it is. The, I mean, I know I've spoken about this on the podcast already, but I really do thoroughly recommend uh, "Helmets from a Pillow" by uh, Robert Lecky and uh, "The Old Guard" by uh, E. B. Sledge. Uh, two Americans who, who the, the, the TV show Pacific is based on their stories but reading it from the, man they're just they were 17, 18 year old boys that signed up to, to war and it wasn't conscription they signed up because that's what they you know they're uneducated in the south and just this idea of war and then they go out there and just to hear it from instead of watching in the movies or when it's all Hollywood up listening and reading these people you have to sort of read it twice and go, this is an actual account. Like, this isn't just like, I'm reading fucking Lord of the Rings. And he goes, and then the blade went through his belly and I fucking killed him. Like, every time he's like, and I shot that person, you go, oh, fuck, that guy uh, died he's, beside uh, you. He's, he's, he's recollecting it. He's not fabricating it. Uh, but e- Robert uh, Lecky's like, a f- phenomenal writer, God rest his soul. Uh, and uh, E.B. Sledge, who's also, uh, no, I mean, most of them have passed away because it's fucking 2021 at this point. But what? he's so calm about... Not calm about it, but it's really—it's more traumatizing than that. He just says it with such 
as if it's just so like fucking e- with, e- co- with equanimity uh-huh. just says it with like just matter of fact yeah rolls rolls over like this is just what it was and this is the, and he notices things about the war and, and, and he, he really really gets into you know these moments of where humanity is ripped from these people right yeah. you, when you send young boys to war you rip humanity out of their chest and you force them to become something else and and, and this the struggle of fighting that and, and the consequences of fighting that making you it's, it's a really really fascinating and hard fucking read but one of those hard fucking reads that you should, uh, you should. Uh, I know it's not nice to consume negative stuff because our news is so negative, but I don't, I don't think you should, shouldn't consume negative like, things. Offset it, you know. Watch Soul and then read a bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> aye, just like just like a little palate cleanser afterwards. Aye. aye, watch one episode of The Pacific. I remember I, when I watched Psycho with my mum and dad asked if I could watch Dumbo before I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine true story. I watched Psycho as a child with my parents. Uh, Wait, Psycho or American I talked about this the other day on, on Twitch, I think. Just Psycho, the uh, uh, Bram, Sto- Bram Stokers. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho. Oh, I've seen that. And uh, my mum and dad fucking paused it and fucking sent me and Gav out the room for the nude scene. <laughs> Quick, come back here, she's been murdered. Her back's in a way, but fucking hell, she's got a bunch. Of, you can't see her fanny, but she's got a bunch of new holes uh, in the you see. We checked it, we, we watched the scene, and it turns out you couldn't see any nipples, so come back in, we're going to watch it again. Uh, she's bleeding to death in the bath, don't worry about it. There's <laughs> <laughs> poked holes in that lady. Not the good kind. <laughs> uh, speaking of books, um, uh, just I know people like uh, recommendations, and also January is a good time for other people doing so. But January, if you like, what can I do to take my mind off things? I'm reading a book uh, at the moment. I'm reading several books at the moment because I've got attention deficit. Sorry, um, I don't really. But in the, uh, sa- in the, in the uh, same way that Elliot's got dyslexia, I've got, I've got ADD. I've got, I've got multiple books on the go at the same time. The same as I'm watching a few different series. Uh, like I'm watching Shit's Creek, Misfits, and Peep Show, uh, and yeah. depending on how I'm feeling, I'll watch that specific one I'm not going to be like oh my god I'm not going to be able to watch Peep Show because I think the kid from Misfits is going to be in it <laughs> like wait, I can wait. put down one book and pick up another like, I need to be solely focused on one story I also think it's yeah it's one for your different you're going to be in different types of moods and a lot of the time when you sit and you go like, especially if you're reading like a factual book right and you're not in the mood for, you, you think oh, I'm not in the mood for reading no you are just not that at the moment Aye. I promise you if you read a fantasy novel or a fiction one or something that you're into one I'm reading at the moment is called uh, The Lies of Loch Lamora and uh, shout out to I'm pretty sure it was either Sid or Rooney that recommended it to Gareth who then recommended it to me what a fucking book I'm only halfway through the first one but uh, in the same way that fucking Mistborn the reason I really enjoyed it was because that's it was Brandon Sanderson who Brand- finished the Wheels of Time book aye uh, in the, I really liked the the difference of the fantasy world that he created it was a real di- you know do- I love Wheel of Time I love Lord of the Rings I love all that uh, stuff but this was a different approach to it and this Lies of Loch Lavora man so fucking different the writing's amazing it's funny as fuck like Cara kept asking me she's just like is that a comedy book and I was like nope nah it's just, <laughs> just well written just you, well written it's... you get into that camaraderie like this because oh, when you're totally into a character, like things in their personality can make make you laugh. Because they're so well written as characters that they could just do something idiosyncratic and it tickles you. Which is why Shit's Creek is such a brilliant TV aye, show. Yeah, aye. Aye. I'm, re- I'm really glad that I, you gave it a second chance. I, I, I really love it. The first episode I watched it, and I just I just watched one episode of it a while back. Aye. And then everyone started talking about it way later, and I was like, Am I missing something? That one episode I watched just seemed. Like none of them were acting. Like it was, I don't know. Like I'd, I just cemented that the pilot. 
it's like, right. oh, that's what it is. Like, it felt like, I honestly felt like it was like watching what they call it, two broke girls or something. Uh, aye, yeah, aye. Yeah, yeah. Two girls and a pizza story, whatever the fuck it is with. Even that was that, right? Was it? I didn't watch it. <laughs> I thought, I thought uh, but I was saying that I was young when I watched it. But, but yeah, but that was the, the, but then, the Chuck uh, Lorre type. You, 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 you said trust us, buy into the characters. Oh, trust us, buy into the characters and fucking, if, like, you, you'll love it. Well, I did. That's the secret so, to most American sitcoms, right? Is And it's one thing I'll say that, uh, not the Brits have over it, but it's the difference between our two formats. American sitcoms go for 20 episodes a season. British sitcoms go between fucking six and eight. So British sitcoms are like, we have to fucking be funny in those six goddamn fucking episodes. Otherwise, we're not going to get a fucking second season. Whereas in America, they have they go, just it's the characters. It's the ca- you've got Yeah, you've got time to build. You've got time to build. So you've got 20 invested. episodes in that first season, right? And they need to be funny as well, but it's about building the fucking characters. And by season two or three in most American sitcoms, they're way better than the first season. That's why Parks and Rec, season one, not great. Parks and Rec, season two, fine. Three, four, five. Oh, thank God I watched season one and two so that I can enjoy these things. Um, it's... I guess it's a fucking it's a level of trust that they have but it's it's the character driven fucking comedy and also the documentary on uh, Shit's Creek is oh yeah could, could, would have been the whole family would have been the brother sister and dad aye and I and fucking last two episodes of the of the last season I think I just cried from the start it's yeah, just I'm, such I'm a just sweet to, show man I'm just up to season three now it's 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 so sweet it's man if, if anyone's if anyone's struggling with mental health problems Shit's Creek is is an instant here you go here's a nice fucking uh, just a good chewing gum but it's no, oh, seen, ch- chicken soup for the soul chicken soup for the soul why but it just gets so it's, it's just such a fucking warm show it's like somebody's fucking it's their relationships with each other are fucking amazing and I like the um, I, I think I hated the guy from Scary Movie that was in it with the lucky hand oh yeah yeah uh, uh, Chris Elliott, uh, his character for the on the pilot. I was like, I'm not, I'm not feeling the way he's making me feel for one more episode Aye. at all. But then in the end, like you, you start enjoying that cringe. Aye. You start enjoying how fucking awkward he is. He's in a great show, uh, which there are only ten minute fucking episodes. I'll need to find the first one because it's one of the funniest things. I'm pretty sure it was called Eagle Heart. If anyone can find these online. Uh, I recommend they're just 10 minute episodes and it's just him being a police officer but he's just the worst fuck it's like uh, Magnum P.I. or fuck but he's a piss take off that right where he's just this fucking hard guy and the episode one right is he goes he gets his mortal fucking enemy he's in this fucking helicopter uh, and he's rolling landing. from Shit's Creek. He's rolling from Shit's Creek yeah but so he's this cop with his fucking hand he's he his Russian arch nemesis who uh who then kills his longtime partner and he goes, I'm gonna get fucking revenge on you, and he shoots him and he kills the guy. But it turns out that the guy he killed didn't die, he just nicked a part of the brain and he's he's brain damaged to <laughs> Chris Elliott's character's eagle heart is so pissed off that, that he's not dead, that he spends the entire time getting the guy back to full health. <laughs> Like back to so he can kill him. So he can kill him because you can't kill a disabled person. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets to back to full functioning. It's such a fun fucking. And I'll need to watch it's more. A horrible concept. <laughs> ah, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Um, um, sorry, did I tell you when we're on, uh, stick on books for a bit? Did I, uh, 
Uh, you know I'm in a book club now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, ran by Amy Lewis, who I four part with. Oh, yeah. um, so in, the, in our Twitch, uh, my, uh, my Team Muggins Twitch stream in the Discord, we started a book club. So we've done uh, we've done Furiously Happy mm-hmm. last month. And this month we're doing uh, Song of Achilles. Mm-hmm. And um, you know how you say... Well, Achilles actually never sang, so... He actually did. Did he? Yeah. What did he sing? He played a liar. Uh, you're a liar. <laughs> He played me like a fiddle. <laughs> Wrap it up. That's the podcast. That's it. That's done. End. Over. So, uh, Adrian, I know you're listening. I didn't mean to gatecrash uh, book club with them. Um, so I'll, I'll save. I'll save the good stuff for book club. But when I'm reading the book, I always think of that um, Tyrion Lannister quote: uh, "A person who reads books lives a thousand lives, and a person who doesn't lives but one." Mm-hmm. I've never lived the life of a gay teenager before. No? Nah, I'm reading this book and no, oh, this it's like the have stirrings. <laughs> <laughs> Stirring of the loins. And that's in- what those were that I bottled in suppress. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hope that now it doesn't read this. <laughs> uh, I would say it's a love story between Achilles and his best mate. Oh, there was, yeah, yeah, he was uh, the one that got murdered. Again, a name that I've read, Patroclus. Patroclus. Uh, oh, Patro- you're meant to fucking... T- you spoiled the book. You've seen the movie Troy. Aye, but I didn't know one of them was... Particles, I think. Is yeah. Something? Yeah, it's Cleese. Yeah, yeah, something at the end. John Cleese. That was John Cleese. John Cleese. John yeah. Cleese. Achilles' best friend, John Cleese. Rubs Willies. <laughs> with <say>. Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not to cut this too short, but I do need. I've got. Uh, we're doing sound checks for my. I've got to record the audiobook for uh, the duration of January, so I've got to go do that at three. So would you mind Ooh. moving on to? So we'll move on to dad jokes. First, we'll plug some stuff. Twitch stream. I am uh, slash Kai Muggins. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I am. I don't know. I think just Daniel Sloss. Daniel Sloss. Ah, I just. Search mean. Daniel Sloss. Kai Muggins. Um, if you want to email the podcast, um, use. Muggins and cream at gmail.com if you've got anything you any want, questions you want to you tell want us to want read out um, send it in I because we're running out of content so if you guys could just fucking <laughs> if you guys could just provide the content and then we'll provide the humour we'll, how about that we'll work around it um, we're going we're gonna to be here every Monday by the way you can trust us alright we're back at it now and the office is done but the only reason we're not using it at the moment is because it's the final bits are just being put so on so next, next podcast is going to be from a studio aye uh, your dad's toes bent upwards and he says it makes them easier to bite <laughs> your dad can't pick up on social cues and he always outstays his welcome uh, the doctor will sometimes ask for the next patient he'll continue to sit there and try and have a crack with him and the next guy <laughs> no matter how far dilated she is your dad thinks white people are just inside out black people <laughs> Your dad put his hand up his own ass to puppeteer himself, but all the kids at the party said they could see his lips moving. Yeah, you'd blame that they're meant to be moving because he's the puppet, but he's still got asked to leave. <laughs> uh, your dad only eats the biscuit of the Oreo and uses the cream as toothpaste. <laughs> wow. Spits it out. Uh, yeah. Um, your, dad po- your dad poked the lenses out of his glasses and used them as contacts. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Just putting his eyelids over the top and his bottom one underneath. Really fucking white. Really Incapable of blinking. Can't blink. But he can see everything. <laughs> he opens the dishwasher and it's game over. <laughs> 
frosted glass for dad time. Uh, your dad hunts spiders uh, with a tiny bow made of paperclip, string, and toothpicks. And every time he kills one, he says, "Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys." <laughs> Your dad bit right through his gum shield when he got a glimpse of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he was trying to bite his tongue. <laughs> Call that horse. <laughs> uh, you know how some people use their finger to get the last of the yogurt out and suck it off their fingers like a perverted psychopath? Your dad does that with the mayo jar. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad, your dad can't remember what it was that made him lose his spark, but it was around your birthday in 1990. <laughs> 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 uh, so I uh, see you next Monday. Aye, fuck off. Um, Dane intro at the beginning. Aye.